E-Wrecked. Guys, what's up? What's happening? This is me, Headbanger1186, and we're returning back with E-Wrecked 3.0. This is the first episode of our mix bag with E-Wrecked 3.0. Uh, wow, mix bag. Haven't, uh, haven't said that in a while. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a while since we've all been together, but, uh, but yeah, um, uh, today I'm joined by uh, Doom Cookie, Seven, Descythe, and uh, myself. We're all listed over here in this nifty uh, little shitty Photoshop job I uh, whipped up in like two minutes. But yeah, so uh, yeah, Headbanger, and uh, who else is here? Uh, yep, Seven, I'm here. What's up, guys? Hey, buddy. Hey, yeah, man. Side. It's been such a long time since uh, I think 2000. 17 yeah uh yeah that we've we've or even maybe 16 but it's definitely 17 i think uh where we've been together uh and we haven't really connected since but it's good now now we're back so heck yeah yeah it's good to see you doing this again it's been a while i uh i appreciate you um i appreciate you agreeing to stop by on the stream um we uh we just started the podcast in full force again i've been working like a madman to update our blog and I've been, you know, updating our group. I even made a new logo for us and everything. It's been pretty exciting. Um, so, yeah, we just started that back up, and I was like, you know what? Damn, it's it's been forever since I've had Seven and Death in. And he actually brought it up to me because he wanted to uh, talk about how how wrong I was on the latest episode of the podcast. I do appreciate it, Death He uh, He does check out our new our new episodes every week he subscribes to our podcast so he <clears throat> he gets it updated it updates on itunes and, and google play but um yeah apparently i got a bunch of shit wrong about devil may cry 5 kind of a cardinal sin <laughs> i know with the hardcore players out there but uh yeah so i was you know same principle we'll use this mix bag to use it as an open forum to talk about games movies tv shows whatever the heck we've been doing whatever we've been up to so i'd like to do this every week as well probably about midweek as a as a good buffer in between um streaming and our podcast episodes nice yeah i really appreciate it so what uh let's let's start with you uh seven have you uh what have you been playing lately uh, <clears throat> well, as of late, uh, casually I've been playing some old school RuneScape uh, as I'm watching like anime or TV shows, Netflix, whatever, wow. on the second monitor. Old yeah, RuneScape? man. Just are we talking about like legacy? Yeah. Now nah, we're talking about like old school, as in like 2007 scape. So, been killing that. Overwatch got back onto that again. Some that's been fun. Really? Uh, just is that, is that yeah. Fun? I keep forgetting that that's still around. Yeah, man, it's booming still. Blob, a new champion or uh, heroes about to come out. Uh, some support uh, guy who he shoots a, th- a triple burst. So I feel like I'm, I'm playing Halo with the battle rifle Dude, with a, a, a little grenade launcher. OP back in the day. Sure was, man. You got the BXR, B, BXYYR, some crap <laughs> like that, man. All, all kind of crazy tricks you could do with that. Um, so. Wow, yeah, uh, they already released the hamster dude, right? The little yep, hamster's hamster been dude. out. Yeah, man. Um, hamsters, uh, <clears throat> but uh, but yeah, man. Uh, let's see that that League of Legends, some, um, but not not too much. And uh, yeah, and Dead by Daylight. So that's it for me, really, so far. And then like Nintendo Switch games. 
Oh god, so. me too. I know. Uh, we've gotten some review codes for some games that came out for Nintendo Switch, but damn it, man, I've just been eating it up. Um, as far as official Nintendo games, I play a lot of indies, and I feel like the Switch is the perfect, you know, the perfect console to to take shit on the go. But um, yeah, I I can't tell you. I I I had some kind of illness where I was just swamped with. Uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. I can. I just could not freaking get off of that for the longest time. Um, but yeah, we. I, I've been playing a few indies here and there. Uh, it seems like. <clears throat> excuse me. It seems like the, the bulk of the gaming world right now, especially what's popular. And if you were to discover on Twitch right now, have have you played any of Apex Legends? Yeah, I have. Um, Apex is good, man. Uh, but it's another battle royale, so. Yeah, you know, when you you played one, you played them all. Yeah, well, I I heard that it's it's different in a sense to where uh, your characters they have, uh, I, I guess you have like skills and alts that you can use. Yeah, like abilities. So it reminds me of Realm Royale, but first person and pretty good. Now, when when everyone starts off and you drop, I, I've seen very limited coverage of this game. But when everyone starts off and you guys drop, um. Are the abilities the only thing that's specific about the characters? Like they don't they don't launch with any weapons besides like what a starting pistol or anything or no nothing wow. nothing okay so, so everything is uh everything is wh- what it is uh, you you drop in you get weapons and I mean people they don't again abilities so you get like an ult and I think maybe one ability and then a passive or something like that something like that you know yeah I. I, um, so are the characters broken down by class? Like, are there tanks, healers, people that are a little bit more resilient, uh, people that are better at DPS or any of that jazz? Nah, man, it's all all the same, brother. All okay. the same. I mean, there's some characters that are more supporty because it is th- a three man team for now. Right. Uh, so it's yeah, you know. Oh, so so when you drop in Apex Legends, you guys group up in teams of three. Yes. Okay, okay, cool. So, so if you guys group up together and you, let's just say you, Desith, and myself, we jump in, and all three of us are together. Uh, if we're the last one standing, does that all count as a win for us? Yep. Okay. Cool. I'm we happy. drop in together at the same time too. Now, Desith, you've been playing a shit ton of this game. I mean, do you want to provide a little bit of feedback on that? Yeah, it's very fun. A little bit more feedback than that? <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> God. I play a lot of uh, different characters in that game. Okay. Okay. So Yeah, it's, it's yeah, like, uh, like the healer that's lifeline. How many characters are, are playable in this game? I think 8, eight to 10, yeah, I think, right, right now. Eight and right they're, now? They're having Jesus. two coming out soon. Okay. Okay. So eight to ten playable characters, and uh, what's what's the numbers like when when everyone drops? Are we talking like a hundred? Sixty. 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 Okay. Well, well, that that makes a little bit more sense. So there are a lot of, with that only being a limited number of characters, I assume that there's a lot of du- duplicate characters running around because you only have so many yes. to go through and cycle through. Okay. Oh yeah. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like some of their abilities, like uh. Lifeline, she drops down a health drone, and her <clears throat> ult is that she summons in like a 
giant package that lets you get items. Yeah. My my personal is uh, what's the robot's name? That's my favorite one. Pathfinder. Uh, Pathfinder. Right. Yeah, he just shoots a little like uh, a like he's he's pretty much like Spider Man in a way, oh, where he can shoot sold. a. Sold. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty chill. Like I, like it. I like it. If you didn't tell me Spider Man was in this game, I would have probably launched it. Yeah, he's pretty cool. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I might download it again. One one good positive thing that I have to say about this is I believe Respawn did that game, right? And mm. Yeah, the same people who did uh, Titanfall 2. Yeah, and they've uh, with launching this game, they've brought a lot of love back to Titanfall. And I, I was never really hardcore into Titanfall, but I, I will say that I did appreciate the different dynamics that they had. Getting into your... Were they just called Titans? Or, mm-hmm. Yeah, get into your Titan. Yeah, and the then giant the, different robots. Yeah, the the foot combat, the ground combat was pretty solid too. I thought that was I thought that was pretty neat. So that's cool, cool. Um, <clears throat> so, is there anything else besides Apex Legends that you've been playing, Deathside? Yeah, I've been playing a lot of Earth Defense Force. Holy Japanese game! The latest one. <laughs> Yeah, Earth Defense Four is four point one. I, I wasn't saying that to be uh to you know I wasn't saying that in an offensive sense. It's just I've always enjoyed Earth Defense Force, but there's like I don't know. There's just something that uh, Asian developers just nail, and it's like the when Earth Defense Force came out. I want to say I played the f- the first one I played was twenty seventeen, and that came out for Xbox three sixty, and it was just. The graphics weren't very good, but the gameplay was solid. I felt like I was playing like Starship Troopers Discount Edition, but it was cool. It was great. So, um, w- what changes did they add in this one that you really like? They added, uh, if you if you remember from the first game, they've added uh, basically three new uh, characters that you can play as. And I okay. Is it is it still structured the same? Like you just have like what a hundred playable different missions, and then you you get dropped into a sandbox, and then it's like, oh, I'm gonna go over here to this building. Oh my god, there's a shit ton of bugs or whatever. Let me go ahead and mow them down. Yeah, pretty much. They also added a bunch of, like different bugs and everything, and different robots and aliens. So you got okay. Anything else you've been playing? I've also been playing um, Devil May Cry 4 Special Edition, getting myself ready for Devil May Cry 5 mm. coming out this <clears throat> When did they release Devil May Cry 4 Special Edition? Didn't they recently release that to Steam? Yeah, they did. Uh, that game... Uh, let me look again. Okay. That's cool. Um, I've, I've actually never played the Devil May Cry series, uh, to be 100% honest with you. I'm not the only one. I am not the yeah, only I've never, one. never touched it. Never touched it. Not because I didn't want to. I just never. I don't know. Just never really done it. I don't know. Don't know how to. What else to say about it? I, so I played Devil May Cry. Well, now this just uh, hit me harder. It came out uh, June twenty third, twenty fifteen. Oof! Oh, that wasn't recently. Oof! Oof! Yeah. <laughs> um, it's been a while. Four years. Uh, almost. Well, yeah, I I played Devil May Cry when it came out for the PlayStation 2. And I thought it was okay. I thought it was an alright game. Um, 
I I slept on the second one, and by the time they released the third Devil May Cry, I was onto something else. I believe the the third Devil May Cry did come out for PlayStation Two as well, right? Yes. Yes, it did. That's right. And then they had the Devil May Cry HD collection, and then Xbox 360 was when Devil May Cry 4 came out. Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3. Yes. Yes, it was. Wow. So yeah, it's 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 been a long time in the making. And I know <clears throat> for PlayStation 4, they released your favorite Devil May Cry game. It was just simply titled Devil May Cry. Andrew, or yes. don't anger me. I well, that, that was, was a great one. That, that was that was so... emo Dante, and he had beautiful black hair. He was an incredibly sexy and handsome man. Very nice. That was a great Devil May Cry game. I I will say I played that one. And that's please probably stop. my favorite Devil May Cry game. For the love of God, please stop. <laughs> no, I don't think it was universally hated. I, a lot of reviewers actually said that it was okay, but from what I understand, the hardcore fan base did not care for that game at all. In fact, a lot of reviewers blame the fan base uh, for it failing <laughs> to sell half of what Devil May Cry 4 made. See, I don't know stats uh, like which, that. I didn't. I didn't know that that was the number. Really, those were the actual numbers for that. Oh yeah, they also was calling like the original fan base when it was coming out. It's like you guys should just uh, play it anyway, or if you don't like it, don't play it at all. And then when it sold Nobody so poorly, they was it. like these <laughs> these crybabies are playing this aren't wanting to play this game because Dante has different hair color. I mean, but but that didn't seem like that was it though. Like from what I played of the game. It seems like his demeanor really changed quite a bit. It was almost like I was playing a teenage Dante. Does that kind of make sense? It's technically uh, a horrible reboot. Oof. Um, yeah, and if you play like both that and its DLC, it is really, really. It has like dumb reasons why the final boss is the. Way you got cut off right there. You said the final boss is what? Is just just off his motivations is the most because uh, I saw so many people defending it. Yeah. So out of spite, I played the game as it was without any of the mods. Oh wow! And okay. the combat is okay, but the story is just uh, basically they just try to go for like the old style or like some like the thing that you've seen rehashed time and time again where it's uh the older brother Virgil is shown as like, oh look, I'm helping everybody, and then at the end of, like where the whole world's pretty much almost destroyed, he's like, now we can roll it together. And your character's just like, no, we can't do that. We got they gotta think for themselves because they're humans. So so this Devil May Cry that's coming out, Devil May Cry Five, it's coming out this Friday, in two days. This completely like renegs or just it completely just re it it slices all that out like that reboot never happened i guess yes no it does uh there's uh little tiny hints uh, or like well they do like little easter egg stuff for uh for it mm -hmm. like uh, you see um in the place where you upgrade your equipment uh the person has several books and it's all like titling based off of like the old games and okay. uh for and it's all supposed to be like a chronicle of dante's history Okay. And then on, basically for the DMC version, it's in a book that's titled Others. Mm. Oof, oof. 
Yeah. Oh, that's they terrible. also uh the funny part is they also added uh in the special edition you can unlock uh the DMC collars for Dante. Why? And why would he looks a lot that? huh? Why would anyone want that? They well like uh they were just showing us like, well, you know what we can also make Dante, you know, classic Dante, and he even looks better with the same colors as the horrible Dante that y'all made. Okay. Alright. Now, uh, Dune Cookie, you were talking to us about, or you were talking to me when I was going over this on our last podcast, um, pretty much how those are actual characters in demonology? Yes, that is correct. Um, so, if you were to look at characters like Nero, or, um, I'm not sure who the other characters are, but, um, definitely Nero, um, You'll find that a lot of them actually do come from demon uh, demonology, especially especially going on near that's the one that stuck out. What was the name of the other one again? Well, there's of course uh, the two main characters that was from part three, which is uh, Dante and his brother Virgil. So you know, okay, so Dante, Dante. Does, so yeah, they all actually directly correlate to Dante's Inferno, um, which is of course going through down to uh, Dante's journey into the center of hell. Um, which is super duper fun, but I'll confess, obviously, with me saying that, that I haven't actually played Devil May Cry, but it looks really fun because it has to deal with demons, and it has a literacy nod, so automatically I like it. Cool. Well, that's, uh, yeah, that's, so yeah, Devil May Cry 5, it's coming out on Friday. Andrew, I know you're super excited for it, but I don't know. Uh, hopefully it's not excluded from Steam family sharing, so hopefully you can, uh, you know, hook a brother up over here because uh, yeah, Cap- hopefully <laughs> Capcom does not want to give me a um, a review key for that, so that's okay, that's okay. Um, yeah, I'll just I'll I'll see how it is. I'm sure you're probably going to be playing that into the wee hours of the night. Uh, you might get sick, <coughs> cough cough, and uh, <laughs> call out for it, but. Nah, it's okay. I got vacation two days after that. Oof. Oh, see, that's it. That's it. Okay. No, that's just great. That's just perfect plotting. That's what that is. Oh, yes. So, cool. Um. So, uh, yeah. You, do you guys want to talk a little bit of video game news? What's been going on in the video game world? What? what? Nobody's going to ask me when I'm playing. Am I just like chop over? Okay. No, no, no. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, please. No, no, no. It's too, too late. It's too late. Please. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've been playing Oakwood, which is a dinosaur horror game, and I'm digging it. I didn't think I'd be terrified by dinosaurs, but I am. So uh, your arms, you're going through a camp looking for your friends, and you're only armed with a flashlight, and it's it's seriously giving me the creeps. I didn't, I really didn't think it was going to be possible. I thought it was going to be really stupid because it's dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yes, I'm I'm a big fan, and it's kind of like the best six bucks that I've spent lately. So yes, that is that is what I'm playing. So the uh, yeah, I watched you play a little bit of that, and <clears throat> excuse me, it it looked like you were running away from Velociraptors. Uh, the budget for the game didn't really look that high, but it still it it, it still looked all right. I mean, it's how how much did you pay for it? How much was it? I paid six dollars. Six dollars. Six bucks. That's it. 
Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> it's, worth it's worth it. It's worth it. That's you know awesome. it. Yeah. yeah. And and we could probably talk about that on the the next podcast episode as well. But uh, is that the of only course. thing that you've been playing? I mean, have you you know tried any mobile games or anything of the sort? Um, no, not really. Just every every now and then when I when I get to sneak it off, maybe to play a little bit of Injustice at work. So a little bit of what? Injustice. 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 Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. you on the PlayStation. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, speaking of injustice, there's two things I'd like to Uh-oh. news-wise. First of all, speaking of injustice, Mortal Kombat uh, just released a the trailer for the story, and it introduced a bunch of old characters from X, and uh, obviously some new characters uh, through the past. Well, I say new, like Cabal, for example, is not a new character, but he was not in a, a ten. He was a nine, so it's good to see him back. Uh, and I'm sure there's still more characters that they need to release. Um, there's actually been some uh, some spoils. Did you watch uh, their thing that they came out with today uh, for their stream? Uh, I did not watch the stream because I, I I just didn't. I was busy a little bit today. Uh, I need to though. I, I I just need to see what characters that they have. Um, someone leaked it so actually. They showed uh, today. They showed uh, Cassie Cage. Wow, and uh, they've shown all of her her three variants in that. Oh, variants are back. Good. Yeah. So, uh, Dustin, I'm sorry, Seven. You got your, you got your start. You're good. Your big breakthrough on Twitch by being a high tier Mortal Kombat player. So I figured you would be extremely yeah. excited for this game. Uh, it's it's set to release this I, year, correct? Yeah, uh, next month, man. Next month. Wow. Okay. And I'm and I'm super freaking high. Yeah, uh, I was ranked one in the world on every platform on every console, all at the same time. Uh, that's actually what got me going back in fifteen. And uh, I'm mean, uh, I'm really excited. It doesn't. It seems like nine, and, and it feels like I'm watching Injustice a bit. So it's kind of like a turnoff in a way because I did not care for Injustice Two. I'll be honest, I didn't care for. Oh, you, I don't you, care for the Injustice like series. Those no, those, uh, those, whatever the. It looked like they added quite a bit of stuff. Like you could get equipment, and I guess they have gear and stuff. The more that you play. Yes. Uh, yeah, but I and mean, they did bring back the gear system, but the gear system adds the variations in this one. You didn't like playing as the moral? Or, well, no, I'm sorry. The was it was it Injustice Two that had the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Yes. yes. Oof. Oof. Yeah. Did but not no, care for it. But yeah, on the Mortal Kombat uh, Eleven, they did bring back the armor system, but those are tied with the various uh, variations. Oh, okay. I don't know how I feel about that, but we will see. We'll see. I don't know. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna play it. It's Mortal Kombat. It's my favorite fighting game series of all time. So, I'm gonna do it. Fuck it. You know. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know what their pre-orders look like on it, but uh, Dune, you've been oh, a pretty big sh- fan of Mortal Kombat for years. So absolutely. <laughs> um, we may have to give that a try. Um, I feel like I am that a try. You don't have. A if you want the collector's edition, it comes with a scorpion mask. Oh Ooh, my God, fancy! What? How much is that? Hundred something. Ooh, oof! A hundred bucks for oh the collector's edition. I don't know about that, bro. 
You already pre-ordered it, though. I, n- I know you did, Death Scythe. You had to have that Scorpion. No, I haven't yet. No, you know what I, I want? I kind of want it. I'm not trying to hate on you guys. I'm not I'm not trying to shit on your your parade, but, you know, Mortal Kombat 11 is nice. Give me something different, okay? Where's my Sub-Zero <laughs> mythologies, too? Can I get an amen? Oh. Amen. Okay? Mm, you're Let's... on your own, brother. <laughs> Sub-Zero mythologies, Give too, man. Give me my Shaolin monks, too. <clears throat> No, Ooh. no, God! I tried to like that game, and it was garbage. Sh- hey, no, hold on. What Mortal Kombat was it where you had like the open, the open world map that you could run in for the adventure mode? Oh, it was Deception, I think. Either Deception yeah, or yeah, um... yeah. Deception. I like, I like that. You played as the kid, young teenager, and then you grow up to be old man, and then you unlock him as a character. That That's one, right? That was kick ass. I thought that was cool. That was a good one. Um, yep, that was a good one. That was a second one in Armageddon. What was the one that <clears throat> uh, Death Scythe? I know you really loved, where you could make your own fatalities. The one where they they're like, we have all the Mortal Kombat characters. That's Armageddon. Just like, I'm gonna punch. I'm gonna punch you, and there's a chunk of meat that's gonna like a rib cage would fly out for the fatalities and stuff. I thought that was pretty bad. That was Armageddon. Yeah. I agree. Um, but uh, yeah, man, really hyped for 11, but I'm even more excited. And I don't know if this is true, if y'all heard of this, but um, <clears throat> Switch and Microsoft teaming up to where you can play Xbox games on the Switch. I feel like I'm okay with this. And like, I saw where that was announced, but or no, it wasn't announced. Like there was rumors about that. So have they uh, expanded on that? People are how how exactly a lot of a lot of my big big stream friends. They were uh, saying uh, they were saying that you could play like I mean even to the point where you get Halo on the Switch. Isn't that crazy? So there, I mean, so far everything seems to be true. It is crazy and somewhat unbelievable to me. I don't, I don't know how Halo would work on the Switch. Uh, same way it would I work on like any console. I feel like would break a lot of the household ornaments by accidentally throwing things. Yes. Now they can't make that kind of game. Now I did see where there was a big rumor leak that the Master Chief Collection is possibly finally coming to PC. Which would be pretty fucking huge for me. I swear to God, if the Master Chief Collection comes out, I don't get, I don't care, even if it's on the Windows Store, which is their shitty. Microsoft themselves, they have even said that they, they notice that whenever they'll bring a game to the Microsoft Store and then they port it over to Steam, that of course they see better sales. Uh, I want to say that happened with Quantum Break. Uh, they brought the first Halo Wars to Steam. I don't think that they brought Halo Wars 2 to Steam, but it's... I, I don't know, man. I we'll would, see. God, I would play the hell out of the Master Chief Collection if it came to Collection Steam. on PC, yes! Me saying. too. Uh, Me too, man. Now, Halo Infinite, I believe it's, it's either Infinite or Infinity. Halo Infinite, blah, blah, blah. That is supposed to come to PC. Um, they did release Halo Forge, which was just like the map editor that you could kind of play around with and stuff. And I, I thought that was kind of cool, but I was just like, guys, come on. You can't do that without giving us what we want, which is Halo mm-hmm. on PC. Sweet Jesus. Um, 
but I, I don't know. Uh, I can't really say if Microsoft has had such a huge success on their Microsoft App Store front, bringing games over to that. Uh, Gears of War 4 was brought over, and yes, I have that, but I haven't really played that much of it. Um, sea of Thieves, they... I, they, no, well, they did see a. I, I think they did have pretty good sales numbers on PC, even though everyone and their mom cheats like a mofo on the PC version. And it's 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 bad because I believe they did have cross multi, cross platform play for the PC and Xbox, and a lot of the Xbox players were like, "God damn it, I've shot this guy like a hundred times and he still hasn't died." So, you know. <clears throat> Bring your games over to PC, but don't do that. I feel like having the cross-platform between Xbox One and PC is a little unfair because, well, for obvious reasons, you know, the the aiming and precision. I'm not saying that people on controller can't aim, but there's a lot of people that have mastered that science of the headshots on PC that's just going to grief the shit out of you guys. But there's a lot of people that also take advantage of the game on PC, and you can't do that on Xbox One. So it's going to sour the experience for them. But Yeah. Uh, I've just discovered that you can buy Halo Wars 2, but only through the Microsoft. Oh, okay. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know why they haven't brought that over to Steam. They brought Halo, Halo Wars 1 over, but they didn't bring the sequel over to Steam. I'm just like, guys, I don't know. They also brought over Killer Instinct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they brought Ooh. Killer Instinct over to Steam, and I think they saw a pretty big influx of purchases and stuff. Uh, Sunset Overdrive was brought over to Steam, which was I, I want to say that was an Xbox One release launch title, and you know I don't know, man. Yeah, I think it was too. <clears throat> That's cool though. I didn't so, play it. I didn't play it though. No, I never played that one. Actually. Oh, Sunset Overdrive? Yeah, it, it looked cool, but it wasn't appeal- that appealing to me. It was pretty It had fun. limited appealing. I it, it was pretty fun. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that it was a fifty nine ninety nine purchase, but I wanna say that it was released for thirty dollars on Steam. It is released for twenty dollars here on Steam. So Ooh, oh, twenty. Yeah, see? seems like pretty yeah, good. Yep, yeah, yeah, it's nineteen ninety nine. Okay. I could do that. I could do the twenty bucks. Yeah, I'd recommend. I mean, it's it's. Well, hold on. Before this whole thing started, it's more than likely going to go on sale. Um, probably on one of the big Steam sales because it's been out for a little while on PC. So if you could get it at like maybe fourteen ninety nine, nine ninety nine, it's it's not a bad purchase. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. It just sucks though. Thinking about it. Um, because you make this game expecting people to buy it at full price, and then, uh, then you lose out on so much money, and then sometimes companies like that just go bankrupt, and then they oh, yeah. never make games again because of it. It's a sad. Uh, the gamer's life sad. I was actually friends with a guy who made a game, like an actual game game, and the comp- the way it worked was the the company like they uh, give this company a lot of money, and. Uh, that's it. They're like, here's $200 million. This is how much, you know, the money goes to paying people to make the game, paying for the, uh, you know, electronics and stuff to go into it, all that stuff. And then all the extra money made after that it goes to like a big loan. 
Yeah, I've that's, that's one of the things that I was going to say, which is, um, you know, I'm in the process of starting game development as a solo indie game developer. <clears throat> I don't expect this game to be the next Stardew Valley. I don't expect it to be Super Meat Boy. I'm trying to do everything myself. I have been teaching myself pixel art and everything else. But one of the things that I will be very adamant about, which not that I'm going to generate that much buzz anyways, uh, is not is is choosing not to go with a publisher because when you go with a publisher they do front you money up front which helps especially if you're a solo developer but after the fact uh, whenever you make a sale let's just say it's on steam or whatever platform that you're on that publisher gets their cut and then you get whatever you've agreed to um, and I, I shit you not man I have researched this like a son of a bitch and there's like fine lines that you have to agree to it's advice that you speak to an attorney because um, you have to see okay well am I getting the money and revenue from gross or net so if the publisher is like throwing parties or promotions that way promotion events for your game they can potentially take that cost of the events out of whatever revenue that you're supposed to be getting it's it's insane it's it's such an intricate web that it's it's making my brain hurt even thinking about it but I, i'm still going to stick to it i just i don't want to go with a publisher mm, that's mine i mean if that's how you feel man do it for sure but some of the benefits that you get from going with a publisher is it, there's a it's a lot harder to market your game by yourself unless it is something truly groundbreaking that you've sent to like press and everything that that they're going to look at it's really hard to market your game you have to have like a lot of followers a lot of people investing in it <clears throat> and i've i've thought about this in detail that the the last thing that i want to do is immediately go to kickstarter unless you have like a really good trailer or really good you know buzz and everything to go ahead and shake the waters up but um my philosophy is going to be i'm going to take my time put as much time as i can into this game make sure i have a polished product uh, release it try to promote it as much as i can and then if it's a success and i have quite a following then you go to kickstarter that way you already have your fan base established based your fan base established um you know you have there's just so many variables in it i mean like i said i've researched the hell out of this um, and I'm nowhere near ready to ship a game, but when I am, shit's coming. It's gonna be good. Uh, I think Kickstarter is good. Um, I'm really, I, I, I'm pretty knowledgeable when it comes to like marketing and I and and getting the word out and uh, social uh, social media. I think personally, I would have a trailer. Oh yeah, and I would have a little bit of gameplay. Yep, and then I and then put it and make sure it's polished, good gameplay too. And then I would I would post that on Kickstarter, not for the money, but for exposure. Right, of course, and that's that's a big thing that I was reading about too. You know, if you have a really solid fucking trailer for your title that you're going to release, and it's you have a good trailer, a good. Um, a good logo or you know a mm -hmm. tile for it and everything 
that matters that matters because that is clicking that is going to contribute to people clicking checking out your product hey you know what I might invest in this um, yeah no you're you're 100 percent right even if I were to go to Kickstarter and it doesn't get funded at least it's out there and at least it's you know it's it has that presence to potentially get people looking at it yeah you gotta get yourself out there man uh it's like the I think Kickstarter for game companies like that is the best way to get your product out there without begging people and saying hey uh, and send it to a trillion people because people literally go on Kickstarter just to see new products. Yeah, and and that's the last thing that I'm going to do is, you know, <clears throat> beg and whore myself out to get people to buy my game. Um, but I I I have Game Maker too, which is a, a game development tool. I saw quite a bit of games that were made with it. Uh, there's a lot to it. It even uses its own custom coding and everything uh games like dead cells um i don't know if you guys have played that that's a really big indie game uh dead cells was made with uh, game maker uh risk of rain a lot of huge indie splashes were made with this game but or with this software but um i'm not, <clears throat> I'm not really sure as solo development goes as far as that goes undertale you guys ever heard of that <laughs> that was made oh with yeah game maker. Uh, but it just shows i feel like that goes to show if you put your you pour your heart and soul into something then it can happen as long as oh, you, yeah. as long as you dedicate yourself it's going to happen oh yeah 100% <clears throat> i agreed 100% i think you and you're a smart guy i think you could do it you just need to uh, be consistent with it and don't give up and uh, have and don't be a critic to your own content let others be critic because I hate I know company people will make something they're like oh this sucks right. and uh, right. and it's like well let someone else get it's like your opinion doesn't count I hate to say it but your opinion doesn't count at that point it's all about the fan base like you could be like oh this game is amazing I think it's the best game I've ever made everyone hates it <laughs> or vice versa so yeah. I think once you get uh, 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 builds finished uh, let people that you trust to try it out yeah and that's that's, that's one of the things that um, that I was like watching on some of these videos uh, Thomas Brush uh, the guy that made Pinstripe, don't know if you guys are familiar with that game. I have it. It's an amazing indie game. Uh, but he did a lot of that himself. And as a solo developer, uh, a lot of these companies will say, you have to have an outline for your game, have an idea, have maybe 30 or 40 ideas of what you want to do, implement as far as mechanics go, how the game's going to play and everything. Then what you do is on a sheet of paper, you cut that in half. So now you have 20 things that you're going to put in your game then you cut that in half okay and then you keep slicing it down until you have something manageable for your first game um, after talking with Dune uh, for a little bit about this I think what I've settled on the more research that I do for it it's going to be a 2d game but I'm kind of playing around with the idea of the more research that I do and put into it I want to base it around the first game I want to do is based around Scottish folklore. So, Ooh. so yeah, right. So it, it you you don't see a lot of that. You've seen a lot of these creatures. You've seen a lot of these creatures from Scottish folklore in things, but you haven't really seen it expanded on. Like they have brownies, fairies, 
unicorns. There's so much. Uh, Dune is. Are, are there any? Are there any? Uh, any other notable creatures? I mean, there's there's a shit ton of creatures in Scottish folklore. I I looked at this today. <clears throat> I'm just happy that my random knowledge can come into handy at some point. Um, no, the other ones are things like the Kelpies and the devils and um, the Will of the Wisps and the other things that I sort of. It's really cool because. I grew up with all of these things. This is like the stuff, the the stories that I was told and heard of. And um, to some extent, you know, people do still believe in fairies and they believe in bronies and all of that. So that's really kind of cool that it is a nice little nod to my homeland. Thank you, Headbanger. Appreciate that. Um, so, yeah. So, but things like uh, that are uniquely, I guess, Scotland, like the Kelpies being the water demons that would lure poor men weary travelers to their deaths by transforming into horses and then once they were on horseback you know jump in the water and drive them and eat so yeah super super fun happy times in scotland we're all about the, the cheerful legends yes we are yeah now i i will say that i read about that creature and i thought it was very interesting because um the the creature would transform they would stand by bodies of water and they would transform into a horse so whenever a person would go to mount them uh their skin would have like a special type of adhesive and that's how they were able to drag them into the water drown them and devour them is once they would go to mount the horse you were pretty much glued to them and then the horse would run into the water drown them and then devour them See, and, and then and their and liver would float. Interesting. And then their liver would float to the surface in some version. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently, apparently they don't like the liver. Maybe it's because the Scots drink too much. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well. Um, it could be. Yeah. Maybe they just haven't had it paired with the. Maybe they just didn't have it that paired with the right. Um, recipe like liver and onions. Everyone likes liver and onions, right? Or, so. Uh, or or fava beans and a Chianti. That works as well. <laughs> Do you guys mind if I go on a rant real quick? Sure. No, no, no. Go ahead. All right. So I was looking I on uh, Reddit, and I saw where... Um, so Valve just announced that there's a game that was supposed to come out. It's called Rape Day. It will not be released on Steam. So... Oh yeah, so I've heard of it. I saw it. the The premise for this was it was a visual novel that would let players verbally harass, kill people, and rape women in the midst of a zombie apocalypse. Um, Valve did release an official statement saying that, "Hey, this game's never going to happen. We've removed it. Um, there's no chance that this game's going to come out." And I am totally, I'm totally all for that, but. My thing is, it made it this far. So I don't know like who who is responsible for their like PR or uh, quality assurance, but like the game made it to the point where it was listed on Steam and people could wish list this. So like and yet they decided to go back on it. Right. So like. And, and I'm not saying that there's not adult content-oriented games on Steam. Like, Death Scythe has quite a few uh, smutty and, like, very hentai-focused games. That's fine. 
uh, you know, no judgment there. But they were gifts from you. <laughs> no, 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 no. You bought those. Um, but the <laughs> I was drunk. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were a little sauced up, sure. But <clears throat> my thing is like they need to step it up as far as their QA goes, their quality assurance. I don't know if they need to make an algorithm or something, even if it's in the game description. My problem is there is a game with rape in the title that made it this far. Like, what the hell? What the hell? Like, I, I, I don't get it. Like, I appreciate Steam for their, even though they push out a lot of shovelware games, but for a game that has rape in the title to be able to make it this far, I feel like they dropped the ball on this. Um, a few years ago, there was a title called Hatred that released, and it got a lot of controversy. Uh, it tried to coast on the, the coattails of uh, Postal. You played as a guy, it was black and white, and he was just like, I just want to I want to kill the whole fucking world, and I'm going to take them all out with, with me. And he was shooting innocent people, uh, dudes, ladies, just people walking on the streets, and it was awful. It released at like 20 bucks, and now I think it's like down to 4.99, but it's still on Steam. And it, I feel like that's a game that probably should have never came out. It was it, its only marketing was a shock value, controversy. I'm a dude that's just going on a shooting rampage, killing people and stuff. But you know, that should have never happened. Uh, rape day should have never gotten to the point where people could have wish listed, wish listed it. And I'm not me personally. I'm not all for. Uh, I'm not all for uh, limiting content because I do believe in um, like a creative sense. Like it may not be for everybody, but you should have the freedom to flex your creativity on the internet. But don't be flexing shit like rape. I, I feel like nobody's gonna play this except fucking sick, twisted people. It would be like someone releasing a game about pedophilia. And I, I know that's pretty extreme. I know that's that's pretty sick. But I feel like the only people that would play Rape Day are the same. Or are you? You have to be. You have to be fucked up. You have to be messed up to even play a game like that in the first place. And I just feel like it shouldn't have made it that far. I I don't know what you guys think, but that that's just me. Mm -hmm. I just think that nothing surprises me anymore, honestly. As sad as that is, and okay. as terrible so as that is, so y'all got me to look up this game on the thing. I was looking it up on Google, and dear God, it looks like like a horribly budget porn game. Sounds pretty good. It's like, yeah, th this game looks awful to begin with. Yeah, I mean, I've I've looked it up too, and this the screenshots for it are are terrible as well. But like. There's just it's there's no reason for this to come out. And and I wasn't trying to launch into this big like morality discussion here, but I just it, it just it pissed me off. I was just like Well, do knows how I feel about about rape in general and yep. I don't I I can't I choose not to watch T V shows that have gratuitous amounts of that subject because I just it's I I feel like it's it's lazy writing. Uh, people with real issues that have that have encountered this are are going to be taken aback by it, or you know, completely 
broken seeing something like this and i i don't feel like stuff like that needs to be promoted but it's i don't know um game of thrones season eight's coming out so i could not care less than i do already about that show but i don't know it's hmm. oh look it's made by the same guy people i, made I actually hadn't heard of that game until you just mentioned it just now but um, it kind of like signals back to that game that came out, and I think it was May 2018 where it was Active Shooter. Um, and that. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, I that was Adrian. That. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, there was another game that came out that put you in the uh, shoes of an active shooter, and that was the whole point of the game, was just being an active shooter. Yeah, you could simulate a school shooting with it. Oh, my yeah, God. That's ridiculous. That's... That's a game. Uh, it was on Steam and Ste- it was on Steam and Steam blocked it, thankfully, because you know because you could apparently be that like all of the news articles said that it was created by a troll and honestly like games of games like this are just uh, they're horrific you know I mean I know some people will like like Call of Duty or you know Battlefield or whatever you know and like. I guess get their kicks by you know killing the enemy and shooting them and all that stuff. But to me, things like this that hits way close to that's too close to home. There's too many times that this happens and it stops. You know, being like I know that war is a thing, but there just becomes a there comes a time when it's absolutely too much, and it goes with that rape game too. It's just there's no reason for either one to exist. Well, I'll you know to we'll go ahead and expand on that um that game was announced around the time when um and you know uh dune you were around in the area um for for work purposes um and seven you were as well uh when there was that terrible terrible tragedy of a shooting down in jacksonville florida at the landing and it's just it's it's uh, it's a yeah, Halloween, a Halloween experience. Like, who the fuck would try to capitalize on something like that when you guys, I'm, active shooters are never going to go away. They're always going to be around, and there's always going to be tragedies. Those are three realities that we have to face. But at the same time, you know, seeing that firsthand just kind of it makes it more real for you guys. And I can't yep. even imagine, like you were with you were with your son, seven, or yeah. close to the area, and I very just, close, very oh close. Oh my god, I I can't even imagine. Like not even like maybe if I if I ran as fast as I could, it'd probably be like a thirty second run. That's how far away. It's it's scary, man. And yeah, I, no, I, I was. We, and we were going to the event actually because my a teammate, uh, who my sponsor, we uh, I was gonna go. Uh, meet him in person and then you know support him and it was video games and it would have been it was, it was supposed to be something fun so i don't know man i wasn't i wasn't there that day but i just saw it online and um you know that's just i don't know i mean like you hear so much about all of these shootings and everything but i guess you know and as terrible as it is it never really takes full gravity until you see it like right like literally like land on top of you I think everybody to some degree has been like desensitized to how things happen around the world. But um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm thankful it wasn't more, I guess, you know, but uh, it's still a hell of a tragedy that it happens. 
like that it shouldn't have and honestly like I, the landing really isn't not i mean not that i've frequented that place anyway but you know it's not really somewhere that i really want to go anytime soon because it has like that mental image to it like oh yeah i remember the time that this happened well that on top of um the the venue that it happened at was the good luck have fun bar and i haven't looked them up since then but their main influx and boost of revenue and attention was coming from them hosting these twitch events and these you know twitch uh competitions and everything and they were struggling before that and it's really hard for a lot of businesses around there and when you have something like that happen that also negatively affects them i'm i'm not trying to discount the loss of lives and everything due to this but i'm just saying when you have something like that the guy who shot people they get attention they get uh that martyr status and everything i feel like they shouldn't even be they shouldn't even have their names publicized because it's like you are a piece of shit you shouldn't be remembered in any way other than a monster and even if you are still getting some kind of PR it's just it's it's ridiculous and I feel bad for everybody involved uh, the 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 families of the victims the businesses and everything surrounding it just everyone it's 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 insane I mean it's it's the world we live in but it's Oh God, I don't know. I'm gonna jump off my little soapbox here. Boop. I can tell you. So I can tell you something. I just looked up that is like completely like non-video game related, but completely amusing to me nonetheless. Hey, go ahead. That's, <laughs> mix, that's what the mix bag's about. And it's also it's a more like positive company topic. It's a headbanger a little bit, which makes for interesting talks. Um, so I'm just looking at this thing. It says that Idris Elba is in talks to replace Will Smith in Suicide Squad 2. You're welcome. I'd be cool with that. I'm not cool with another Suicide Squad movie, but I'd be cool with that. Yeah, so how do you feel about Idris Elba as Deadshot? I feel like Idris Elba is amazing in anything. Uh, <laughs> uh, Will Smith, Will Smith I have hated on for a long time, but um, I will say if you take a, if you take a look at Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith, they've been together over 20 years. I've seen her in multiple interviews. Even if I don't really care for him as an actor, I will say he seems like a really good uh, husband and father. And you have to do something right to stick with someone for 20 plus years, especially in the entertainment industry. But um, Idris Elba, he's uh, he's an amazing man. I I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm hetero, but um, I would probably kiss that man if I ever saw him. I'd probably kiss him too. <laughs> Jeff, what was that uh, store that you were talking about that was hosting the Twitch event? Uh, I want to say it was the Good Luck Have Fun Game Bar over in Jacksonville, Florida. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know, but wow, that's that's also <laughs> an interesting uh, piece of information. Um, yeah. So. Oh, also, I did see that um, the original Torok was announced that it is coming to Switch in, like, a couple oh. of weeks. Oh, Torok, the dinosaur game, yeah? Yeah, and this is the... <clears throat> there was a studio that took it over. Don't expect anything mm -hmm. um, absolutely uh, that's going to blow yeah. you away. Uh, they've updated the graphics slightly, increased the resolution and everything. 
uh, they released a remastered edition that came to Steam, um, and I believe that same version is going to come to Switch, but I think it's cool. I've always had this this huge vision of a Turok official game that I would make one day, but I don't know. I hope that they generate enough revenue to make an official new Turok game that's not something like the uh, Disney Studios 2008 version, which everyone wants to forget about. Did any, did, did either of you guys did did anyone play that the the Turok that came out and I want to say it was like 2008 for Xbox 360 Disney I, no Disney published it no nope nope not a no but a hell no Disney published what this Disney published I hold on. Yeah, so, uh, let's see. Okay, Propaganda Games, they developed it. But this was, this was it was just simply titled Turok. It came out, yeah, it came out in 2008, and it was published by Disney Interactive Studios. It was a massive flop, massive failure. Uh, they had, like, quick time executions of the dinosaurs and different animals and everything. It was just an abortion. It was terrible. Um and there's not... There's okay, not yeah, I remember playing the demo to those. Oof. I don't know. My favorite one was... Uh, was it Tarok? Two? No, Tarok... Uh, it was Tarok for the... It was for the... Uh, Ev- Tarok Evolution? Maybe that's what it was? So, it was... Uh, so, oh, it's pretty good. I played Tarok for years, and I will say that Tarok Evolution... To me, it wasn't the best Turok, but it was still a decent one. And that one came out on the original Xbox. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was pretty good. Yeah. You had, uh, and then before that was Shadows of Oblivion, which came out in 2000. And Deathlike, you were a big fan of Turok Rage Wars, that came out on the N64, right? Yes, I was. It was very fun. It is a multiplayer-only game. It was a retro version of Grand Theft Auto, Retro City Rampage, and the sequel for it is Shakedown Miami, right? Isn't that what it's called? I I believe it's called Shakedown Miami. Well, Mm. for PC, they are doing a timed exclusive release for... It's uh, Shakedown Hawaii. I'm sorry, yeah, Shakedown Hawaii. Shakedown Hawaii is a timed exclusive release to the Epic Game Store. And this is like an ever-growing trend. I know that Epic Games, they're trying to lock down as many uh, publishers, or I'm sorry, developers as they can to bring this to their game store, but I don't really play Fortnite. I don't play Fortnite. I have the Epic Games launcher, and 
I don't know. I I was like really miffed about that. Fortnite is online babysitting. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, mean I, I I love I Fortnite for the fact that you know I don't have a bunch of eight and nine year olds in some of my other multiplayer games, but uh, I don't know, man. the the epic The Epic Games storefront is just. They did say that Shakedown Hawaii is going to have release, um, a timed release ex exclusive on the PC for the Epic Game Store. So hopefully they're going to keep that Steam page up and they are going to bring it to Steam. But I'm going to tell you right now, I am not, nope, I am not in any stretch of the imagination going to purchase this from the Epic Game Store. I'm super pumped for this game. I think it's going to be awesome. I love indie games, but I don't know. What do you guys think about the Epic Game Store? Um, I hate it and I think it should die. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I, I have I have no uh, <laughs> I don't care for it. I'll be honest with you. I don't really care for Epic. I'm still gonna wait for it to come to bring that Metro Exodus to Steam. Oh my God, Metro Metro Exodus never came to Steam. No, they uh, they said that they're honoring them, but uh, they moved it to the Epic Game Store. And then that one guy said, "Hey, if you don't buy it, then we might never bring it to PC ever again." That's crazy. Yeah, and yeah. the the Metro series was just insane with the um. Um, I haven't played through the whole series, but I did start the first one. It's like a post-apocalyptic first-person shooter, uh, basically after a nuclear fallout hit Russia, I believe. I, uh, Desai, have you? Yeah, it's uh, pure post-apocalyptic. The entire surface of the world is basically you can't breathe it unless you have masks, and everybody lives underground. Yeah, and and I thought the premise and everything for that was really good. But I, that's right, I do remember seeing that it was going to release on the Epic Game Store. I think they lost a lot of pre-orders because a lot of people pre-ordered it on Steam. Uh, no, no, uh, no hatred or anything for the console releases because you don't really have any other platforms that they can release on. But, wow, that's crazy. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, apparently they did say that they will honor the Steam ones, but uh, I don't know if that's going to still be like a time release or not, but they basically had pulled it pretty much from Steam and said like, hey, listen, we're going to release it mainly on the Epic Game Store. I don't like it. I don't like that. I mean, I'm, I'm all for uh, game publishers trying to promote themselves, but there's a lot of things that I've seen about the Epic Game Store that's just uh, pretty shady. Like, it's not like GOG uh, and their Galaxy platform. And GOG Games has been around for a while, GOG, and a lot of the, the titles that they release are um, you can they're, they're open. You know, you can download it on multiple PCs and stuff, but one of the things that I saw about Epic Games was a portion, a portion of Epic Games is owned by this like really big Chinese company, and somewhere in the user license agreement, you agree to have your information be readily available to these companies, and I thought that was like pretty scary. Another thing that Epic Games did is I hate the way that their account management is done. So if you decide that you don't like your Epic Games account and you want to cancel it for whatever reason, 
you cannot do that through the web you have to put a ticket in you have to call them they have to get back to you and I don't know man I just I feel like that's really shady it's like super shady all around but yeah epic games I I don't know man Was there anything that uh, was there anything else? Any uh, closing thoughts that you guys wanted to close this mix bag with? Any promotions, uh, things that you guys are interested in, or things that you guys maybe want us to talk about on the podcast this Friday? Oh uh, uh, yeah, something huge actually. The did you guys hear about the guy from uh, Jeopardy? What? Oh yeah, what? yeah. No, he has stage four pancreatic cancer. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, he just he just announced it today. Yeah, Alex Trebek has stage four pancreatic cancer, and he said that I think he is planning on fighting it. Sad, real yeah. sad. Yeah. Um, no. The thing that I wanted to say was, and I'm actually super happy about this. I don't. I think Death Scythe will be very happy about it, but I'm happy about it. Is the horror movie Hereditary has a sequel coming up called Midsommar. Oh, yes. So, oh, yes. Yes. Come and watch Hereditary with us. Hereditary 2 in theaters. You are going to become famous. So, I am so excited. No. Yes. <laughs> so. So they're really, you can actually go and you can look at it um, on on there for the trailer. I haven't had a chance to watch the trailer yet, but the spelling of it, and I'm probably butchering it, is, um, is Midsommar, which is spelled M-I-D-S-O-M-M-A-R. And basically, there's some things that are very similar about it based on what I'm reading, where um, it's about a girl named Aster. Aster has an eye for color and a clear interest in occultist symbols. So, but instead of the tongue clicking, you're going to get guttural breaths. And uh, so lots of nice Satanist rituals. Again, the things that, you know, Death Scythe just couldn't get enough of in the first game. And he just loves so much. And I know he does. He's going to, he's, he's always coming over and he's always wanting to watch Hereditary. Never, never a day that passes it. Sorry, Jeff, you, you sound really low from here. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, I think your mic uh, volume went down hard. Yeah. I mean, now you're very quiet like your brother was in the beginning. Yeah. I believe, but it's okay. But um, but yeah, uh, scary movies. Uh, so I assume that you don't like scary movies, Death Scythe. I do, but uh, just that game. That game has a. Uh, there's a scene in that movie that's just it. It, I just can't. Oh, it messes me very badly. Oof. 
Then we'll, I'll have to see it then. You, uh, Hereditary is actually one of those movies that you need to watch several times. Like the first time I watched it, I really didn't understand kind of what was going on. Um, there was a lot of like, wait, did I did I miss something? Like this mm-hmm. is very ominous and very creepy, but it's so well put together and so very clever that like the more you watch it, the more you understand. Like, oh, this makes sense. So like all the little. There, there's really nothing there that isn't subtle, if that makes sense, yeah, or not. Or excuse me, something that's not put there like just intentionally. Right. Oh. Huh? Oh. Huh? And it comes out what you said this weekend? Uh, or- this one? No, I well, I dropped the I dropped the article in our chat, but let me see. Um, let's see. I think it's. Yeah. This was the article that I found it on, so it was the nerdist article. Um so let's see. I, I don't know, like I said, I never watched the trailer because I'm a terrible person, but uh let's see what it actually comes out. I don't know any movies that are coming out that I'm interested in that I can think about. So, okay, so this movie comes out in August of this year. Oh, okay. You got some time then. Yeah, we got <clears> some time. <throat> yes. Um, no. You know what else? The, but the other movie I'm super interested in coming in is Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah. It looks okay. They, I feel like they, the trailer showed all of the funny scenes, like when she punched the grand, old lady. Like, that's yeah, funny. I'm still, I'm still gonna remain the eternal optimist and stuff, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So like, <laughs> I wasn't the biggest fan of Infinity Wars. It was okay, um, but I mean, I'm excited. I'll still go to the theater and I'll still see uh, Captain Marvel. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I feel like Mar- Marvel's got like their little shtick though, and they're gonna stick to their shtick. So. Yes. Yeah. I want to be excited when uh, Darkest Dungeon 2 comes out. Didn't play the first one, but I heard it was good. I heard it was pretty heard it was pretty good, man. Uh, I don't know. Uh, speaking of scary stuff, I have a, uh, a Vive, and uh, I played... I can't remember what the game's called. But since you guys are talking about this creepy movie, uh, let me see. It's a it's called Paranormal Activity: The Lost Soul. Is that VR. Like, so is that is that like Paranormal Activity, like as in like included to the previous Paranormal Activities? Uh, it, it, yeah. Well, you go into this house and a bunch a little girls in there, and it is very oh my god, it was so creepy. Okay. It's so it's so creepy, but it's a good story. So if you end up ever if you ever end up being a VR headset or you know had the opportunity to, and you like scary stuff, because based on the trailer, based on the the that the link you sent me, um, I yeah, uh, it's it's so creepy. Oh my god. So I think after playing that game, I just don't care for scary movies anymore. Too. I I love I love being scared. I really do. Uh, well, if I had someone to cuddle with, listen, if I had Headbanger, 
cuddle with me, then uh, maybe. But that's the only way. He has to be up all in my lap, and you know what I'm saying. I Other mean, than that, I'd be down for that. It's okay. There you go. I'll give you that hall pass. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, you sound better, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, uh, seven is definitely the exception there. So yeah. I know. You you can cuddle with that size too. I'm not gonna judge. Yeah, actually, mm, that is a. Oof, I know. It's like putting your head on a beanbag chair. <laughs> yeah, he's, just a, he's a big old <coughs> beanbag chair. Death you are the biggest, fluffiest beanbag chair I've ever seen. But yeah. Um, you know... Now I'm sad. <laughs> Only I can say that. Oh, you know what I miss that I wish you would do? Because I know you do erect, but maybe one day a week. Uh, I miss your... And for you people out there who are watching, the... Uh, uh, D and D sessions you hosted; those were so fun. Oh yeah, those were. But like, do it on Discord, like we are now. Just and it's just a lot easier, you know. Get the sheets out, even have visuals. You can find some visuals online, or even draw or whatever. Um, man, I I I miss doing that. To be honest with you, and then it'd be just like this. You could stream it, and because I see a lot of streams that do it. And I'm just like, man, you're, and I, and I watched a few and they're okay. But I remember, I just remember going back. Yours were great. Yours were great. Uh, what, I, what I always wanted to do was get like a center camera that would, um, like one of those 360 cameras where, you know, the audience could like pan the view around. Um, once we oh, yeah. Settled, um, we may have to look into that again, but that would require us playing some more D&D again, which it's been a little while since we played D&D but yeah no I keep asking you about that I you know yeah oh hell yeah I I would oof. I really love yes. D&D so um you know I know we're all busy people and stuff but uh seven uh once we get everything figured out and once we're regularly running D&D I would love to have you as a regular part of the team again whenever you could yes yes I as well would love that uh, it'd be great. Just keep me updated, man. I'll be down in it in a heartbeat. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll uh, we'll have to throw that together. Um, Andy and Tiffany, they're getting married this month. They're getting married days. next weekend. In Ten days. So, uh, I'm I was ordained, so I'm going to be Father Jeffrey at that wedding. So, uh, yeah, after we get all that jazz taken care of, we'll uh, we'll have to mm-hmm. get to uh, doing that. That is if they survive the cake that I'm going to bake them. Yes, but yes. you are doing a keto cake, so that's, that's I, very I, generous and very, very <laughs> awesome. I try. You succeed. So, Thank you. Uh, bye, guys. Well, uh, I'll leave you guys with any closing thoughts, and after that, we'll go ahead and close this out. Cool okay, stuff. So just so everybody know, if you pre-order... Uh, the division two you get you can choose one of three free games that is far cry primal uh ghost recon wildlands and finally watchdogs yes that was that was actually announced a little while ago um i did pre-order the division two and i chose watchdogs two as my game because i already had recon wildlands and far cry primal has been out a little bit too long for me to take it as a free game because i feel like i could get it pretty deep on a sale but yes uh, I chose Watch Dogs 2 as well, so me and you can play together. Hell yeah. The stipulation behind that is um, you cannot play these games that you picked as your free game 
until after the Division 2 launches. So just be aware of that, guys. If you pre-order it now or you pre-ordered it a month ago, you still can't play your free game until the Division 2 launches. I guess they're trying to make sure that you get to get that key and activate it. Yeah, I guess. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah, I think it was probably to keep people from just doing that to get a free game and then try to then cancel it. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, Seven, thank you again for stopping by on our stream. Uh, I would love it if you Thanks, man. on the next mix bag that we do. Uh, schedules are definitely, um, it's, it's a toss-up. So, yeah, if you get time next time, I, I appreciate it. Thank you guys for uh, talking to me for over an hour and listening to us uh, rant about everything under the sun as far as movies and games go. Um, signing off, I am Headbanger1186. And uh, I'm Seven. And I'm Dan Cookie. And I'm Death Size. And uh, we'll, return for, we'll return for another episode of Mixed Bag again. Thank you guys. We'll have this published to our blog. Uh, probably. And, uh, so